Welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Yep. We read the news so you don't have to. Okay, okay. So this is a very exciting week for us here at Betches. So exciting. Um, The three co-founders wrote a book. Sammy is one of them. Mm -hmm. And it came out this Tuesday. It's called When's Happy Hour. It's real good. Yeah, it's a career advice book. It's, uh, you know, female focused and uh-huh. driven. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's no bullshit. And if you've heard us talk about the book, you've seen it on Insta Story, and you're like, you know, I want to get it, but like, I, I just need that extra push. Mm-hmm. Well, we have that extra push. Wow. We are doing three days of gifts. Wow. So today is the $500 to Sephora. If you buy our book, email order to WHH at Betches.com and then enter to win. It's not guaranteed, but one person will win a $500 Sephora gift card oh my god the amount of yeah. highlighter the sheer volume of glitter wow and that so could be bought. see the details and where to buy and official rules at betches.co slash whh gift and then the new prize will be announced tomorrow and then another new prize will be on saturday honestly i don't even know what the the, the new prizes are i'm just excited $500 as you guys to sephora is a big gift yeah. right off the bat like wow. we could all we can only imagine the other gifts are going to be on par with that yeah so stay tuned, enter to win, get the book, guys. Yeah, come on. Come on. Read. Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. One more thing. Elise. Yes, guys. For those of you who are subscribed to our Betches Sup newsletter, which comes out every dang day and by every dang day i mean monday through friday it's written by me it'll tell you everything that's going on in going on in the news good god uh when our podcast isn't out we now have a referral program so if you look at the top of our newsletter every day we have information about our referral program you get a specialized code you can get people to sign up for the newsletter using that code and then you can get prizes based on the number of people you sign up there are awesome stickers these are different stickers than the screenshot stickers new stickers new stickers gorgeous stickers there's a michelle obama pop socket Mm -hmm. there's a freedom juice wine Mm -hmm. like plastic wine to go cup yeah there's so many prizes. Yeah, a notebook, some makeup bag. It's yeah, all, it's all there. It's all there, and all you have to do is sign, get your friends to sign up for the newsletter, or sign them up yourself. I don't really care how you do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I, I told you, I'm signing up all of my conservative family members. Yeah, that's one way. That's one way to do your part. You know, mm-hmm. that's one way to do your part. So check that out. It's at the top of every single newsletter. Um, and if you're not signed up for the newsletter already, sign up at betches.co slash sup sign up and then refer your friends to also sign up. Yes. Perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are all the housekeeping things for today. Yep. That's it. All right, Brian, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, um, so it has to do with the midterms, which is... <gasps> Less than two weeks so away. So close. I so can't believe close. it. Um, so there was a debate for um, the uh, the candidates uh, for governor of Florida, mm-hmm. Andrew Gillum, the Democrat, and Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ron DeSantis is the guy that had that ad where he was like reading um, Art of the Deal to his like infant child. Yeah. And like building a wall with blocks. It was gross. <laughs> um, Andrew Gillum is a progressive Democrat who won the primary in an upset. And now, yeah. Anyway, so the debate and Andrew Gillum had this savage, amazing, shade throwing response to a question. And we're going to play that clip real quick. Mr. DeSantis has spoken. Uh, hey, first of all, he's got neo-Nazis helping him out in the state. Uh, he has spoken at racist conferences. He's accepted a contribution and would not return it from someone who referred to the former president of the United States as a Muslim N-I-G-G-E-R. Uh, when asked to return that money, he said no. He's using that money to now fund negative ads. Now, I'm not calling Mr. DeSantis a racist. I'm simply saying the racists believe he's a racist. Yowch! Yowza! Oh, Zing. man! Damn! <laughs> and DeSantis' face after that is like, oh, blah. gosh darn. I mean, I love it. A hit dog will holler. A hit dog will holler. I like that. Holla at your boy. I... Andrew Gillum is great. Yeah. I've listened to a couple interviews with him. I think he was on Pod Save this week mm-hmm. as well. Not to talk about another political podcast <laughs> on our podcast, but okay. <laughs> uh, and he's just, he's got like a really good energy. Uh-huh. Also, I don't want to like, I don't want to put too much stock in the polls because yeah. I'm trying to divorce myself from the polls, but yes. he is up in the polls. And yeah. I do love that. He's up by nearly six points. Yeah. That's a lot. Ron DeSantis sucks. Yeah. Well, he also remember like he had that, um, his first controversy, mm-hmm. like when he said that DeSantis voters shouldn't monkey this election up. Yeah. With the vote for Gilliam. And it's like, Ooh. Yeah. He was like, that was like right after Gilliam, who's a, black man yeah. was uh, won his primary. So that was like his first thing. Another fun fact about Ron DeSantis. Mm. F- uh, avid listeners of the pod will remember that a psychotic relative of mine went on Anderson Cooper and <laughs> defended Brett Kavanaugh in a clip that went viral. And she had been involved in the DeSantis campaign and he had to publicly denounce her after that. Ouch. So I will say that Ron DeSantis has denounced a member of my family. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of agree with Ron DeSantis on this I on this also issue. Do denounce her. And so on, <laughs> on this issue. Can you can you tell the story about what this relative asked about Yes. This is my favorite like yes. little trivia okay. related to this this, this is a peek behind the curtain of the psyche of someone who would go on CNN and defend Brett Kavanaugh. Um, when we were on a family trip to Lake Tahoe, this relative, we went out on a boat and she started very aggressively questioning the captain of the boat. And he was like, she was like, I need to know if, if we need to be worried about sharks. <laughs> and then he started laughing and she was like, I'm concerned for my safety and I need to know if we need to be worried about sharks. And he was like, ma'am, we're in a freshwater lake 10,000 feet above sea level. <laughs> So, like, oh, that cracks me up every time. A look at, you know, one of the beautiful tapestry of people that come out of the woodwork to support Ron DeSantis. Wow. (sighs) So, Elise, how about you? What's getting you through this week and Trump's America? Well, we have got to talk about Megyn Kelly. Yes, we do. Former Fox News host, current. Not anymore, actually, but now former morning show demon. There's no, yeah, 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 yeah. There's not like, it's not substantiated, like, it's not like officially official, but like sources are saying. Yes. So basically, for anyone who hasn't been following this, 
Megyn Kelly uh, sort of had this learning moment long uh, live on air where on her show, she basically said she doesn't get why it's racist for someone to do blackface in a Halloween costume. She said, but what is racist? You truly do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface at Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface for Halloween. Uh, that was okay when I was a kid, as long as you were dressing like a character. Uh, it wasn't okay when she was a kid. Um, it was still racist then. It was racist at the time. <laughs> but people have become more conscious yes. of their racist insensitivity. So sensitivity. I don't know what the yeah, word I'm trying to say. I know what you mean. Yeah. So then she went on TV and she did sort of like this like white lady dance where she cried and she was like, I'm learning every day. And today I have learned that doing blackface is wrong. This, this is a 46 year old woman. Mm-hmm. 46 47 47 I was giving her the benefit even, of the doubt I know uh, <laughs> even she had even, even an worse. extra year wow to wow. learn so she just learned that blackface is bad yesterday um, even though she's a media personality and this is a conversation I mean first of all it's always been bad but like I would say the Halloween costume conversation has been in the public consciousness for yes. many years now yes yes but also like outside of the Halloween costume like when has it been okay to do blackface no. recently? Like, like even outside <laughs> of not. Halloween, like it's truly never. not. And also, it's just not necessary well, like, for a costume. She's like, you know, I just watched Birth of a Nation, and, and they had blackface, in and that it. movie was fantastic. <laughs> so now, Megyn Kelly reports are saying that she's probably not returning to NBC. Yeah. Uh, her show aired uh, like a repeat episode today and will also air a repeat episode on Friday. In the past 24 hours, she was uh, dropped by her agents at CAA and rejected by the agents at UTA. And she hired a lawyer who specializes in gender bias contract cases, which is like, that is so fucking rich of her to do. Um, and now apparently, so she has a, like a, a multi-year contract, I believe. And so when she parts ways, she will be basically entitled to her whole $69 million contract. That is, of course, she like, if she like violated some part of her contract, then they might be, they able, might to, be able to get out of it. But I bet they're just going to pay her. Yeah. They're just going to pay her. Honestly, like, I don't think it was ever a good idea for NBC, like, like to hire fucking Megyn Kelly. No, her, her ratings were tanking. And, like, they couldn't, like, figure... Remember she had, like, her first thing was that interview with Putin? She had no fucking idea what she was doing on that show. It was honestly, like, extra... Anytime I would watch a clip of it, it was, like, the weirdest Well, she doesn't see, She's not, like, warm that you need a talk show host to have. No. Like, she's an anchor. She's, like, a journalist anchor, like, who, like, hosted the presidential debate. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she can thrive in that environment when she's like grilling a congressman or some shit. It's also unclear if she would like return to Fox or anything because she was not popular with her colleagues when she left Fox. I don't know. Cause she and Trump had that debacle. And then yeah. I think that she might've talked about like the sexual harassment culture a little bit. Uh-huh. So I don't think she's popular there. Yeah. And apparently she has requested Ronan Farrow to be there for their, um, when her lawyer meets with the NBC executives. He's I, busy. They need a, they, they, they need a, they want a witness there. And for some reason she's asking she's, him. I mean, if Ronan, Ronan can do whatever he I wants to it. do. It's, it's just kind of weird. But it is weird to be like, 
And I now also request that this like other man be present who like I don't really have any authority to like yeah. request. Well, because apparently, so like when the Harvey Weinstein thing happened and he was trying to get the, and Ronan Farrow was trying to get the article out through NBC News and they wouldn't publish it. So he took it to the New Yorker. Then there was this like internal investigation about it. And she's the one who recommended that they have an outside person be a part of it because she's a former lawyer. Oh. And so now she's like, now. I did you the solid run and maybe come in and... Oh, so she's calling in a favor. Maybe. I don't know. A pharaoh fave. A pharaoh fave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fave a lot of pharaoh. I do. I mean, honestly, Ronan Farrow can do whatever he wants if he wants to go to this meeting. If he doesn't want to go, God bless him and keep him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, um, all, right. all right. So that's what's getting us through the week. Guys, we're going to get into the main story of the day in just a second. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Today's episode of the Betches Up podcast is brought to you by Lola. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners, and they now offer sex products, too. Yes, we got some of those in the office. I have the lube. Wow. And I use it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it has this, like, little pump uh, instead of, so, like... Your hands don't really get sticky, at least not from the the lube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your hands might get sticky, but it's not from the lube. Um, guys, I love Lola so much. Um, they offer a subscription service that you can time to your personal cycle. You can put together your wow. own box of their organic tampons, pads, liners they've got these all natural cleansing wipes that i love Mm -hmm. and you can just if you're like me you're forgetting your period every month i've (laughs) i'm 10 years in on this thing i'm exactly like you i forget (laughs) it that i don't even remember it happening Mm -hmm. i am truly 10 years deep on this thing and i never remember but with a lola (laughs) subscription you don't have to remember anything you can just set it You'll, and it'll remind you. You'll uh-huh. put your box. It will come, and you'll be like, "Oh my god!" Here, I have a box time. for your box. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And their subscription service isn't just for their period-related products. Brian was talking about this lube. Lube it up, man. <laughs> Sex by Lola is also available by subscription, so you can get the lube. You can get their organic condoms. All sent to your house. You don't have to go have that awkward moment where you're buying it mm-hmm. over the counter and the person's mm-hmm. looking at you. Like you're judging me for my sexual tendencies. Yeah. You don't have to deal with any of yeah. that. They'll just send these boxes right to your home. And if that isn't good enough, guys, Lola will let you do good with each of your purchases. For every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S., you know, that's a huge issue. Yeah, I like it because I like, well, I just like that it's very natural. It's made with aloe vera. There's yes. no like glycerin or anything in it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, ladies, if you're like me every month, you're forgetting it's time for your period. You get it. You have to run to whatever store is nearby. All they've got is some weird scented pink thing that you're like, I don't want to put this in my body. But all of Lola's products are organic. So you know that they're safe to use and yeah. they're made with women and bodies in mind thanks, which i love thanks lola thank you lola we love you so much uh all their products are gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic which is wonderful so look 
we've talked enough about why you got to get Lola. So I know that you want to get it. Here's how you do it. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code SUP when you subscribe. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Alicia just like awkwardly sat here for a couple yeah, seconds. Yeah, you guys just heard an ad, but what we did is just kind of stare at each other <laughs> for two seconds in silence. And, <laughs> and it was weird. Um, so we're going to work on that. Uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get better at <laughs> we'll it. We'll get better at those transitions. So you guys probably have guessed what we're going to talk about on today's episode, yeah. um, which are the series of pipe bombs that were mailed to prominent democrats and robert de niro this week <laughs> i mean he's pro- he's probably a democrat and he's prominent say, but not for being a democrat yeah that's what I, I mean obviously the reason he got it is because he said fuck trump at the oscars yeah but i do feel like it's like random as far as the pattern goes because i don't think trump really talks about robert de niro that much no, and that was I, like a year ago i think like it seems like the person whoever sent it, sent this might like have his own like personal problem with robert de niro yeah it's like i hated goodfellas yeah yeah exactly i like al pacino better yeah or like like i wanted them to hook up in the intern <laughs> yeah, yeah i thought this was a movie where they were gonna hook up which is what i thought oh really i i was i thought when i first saw the trailer that they were gonna fall in love and i was like oh my god this I age gap that of uh, this hollywood age gap <laughs> i was like i can't wait to see this movie where anne hathaway <laughs> hooks up with her intern robert de niro and that's apparently not what the movie is no. about so, so i was disappointed yeah but pipe bombs i'm not all- that mad about it but i, <laughs> I was disappointed is, it's actually a nice movie i enjoyed I've it i heard a lot of really good things yeah, about it, was, it actually it was like and a I pleasant should- it was a pleasant it was a pleasant 90 minutes yeah i, I should see it. what they have to say um, um so pipe bombs were also sent to uh, barack obama bill and hillary clinton eric holder maxine waters john brennan joe biden and george soros um, um there was also debbie wasserman schultz's florida office so the package that was found was intended for eric holder but oh. her, her na- they put her name on the return address that's so weird. And so it got returned to her. But it was supposed to go to it Eric was supposed Holder. supposed to go to Eric Holder. So it was like, okay, if we can't get a Holder, if we can't get to Holder, we'll just reroute it to somebody that, else. I, yeah, I also think that maybe it was like some sort of statement that because she was the, the DNC chair. Yeah, I mean. Um, I don't know. Obviously, so, this is really disturbing. Yeah. So an initial exam, uh, the examination basically showed that they were rudimentary but functional pipe bombs and uh at least one contained projectiles including shards of glass and so yeah that's like shrapnel and then so i was doing i was doing a little more reading into this and james cavanaugh no relation to brett Brett. cavanaugh unfortunate name he is a former ats special agent which is the borough of alcohol tobacco firearms and explosives he worked on the dc sniper murders and the unabomber case and the deadly shootout at waco um basically he said because right now there's this like right wing conspiracy going around that the democrats are doing this to change the the um the messaging and the lead up to the uh, midterm elections. Yeah. But he said that bombers do not put shrapnel inside a bomb to scare somebody as like propaganda because it's not visible that way. Bombers would usually put it on bombers who just intend to scare their targets or the public tape the shrapnel to the outside of the bomb. So it adds to the fear factor, but this shrapnel was inside. Another reason why he's saying that this is not a fake or a, like a left conspiracy yeah. is because 
two bombs were sent to Maxine Waters and two bombs were sent to Vice President Joe Biden. And if you're trying to scare somebody, you don't send two bombs. If you're trying to kill someone, you send two. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the I we don't know who did this and we don't know why and we can't say for sure. You can Occam's yeah. razor it this and say his, what's the most likely yeah. thing. But... I mean, it's a pretty wild conspiracy theory to say that it's like a democratic operation to send bombs to themselves to try and like, I don't know. I mean, one of the things that really gets me about all of this in particular is the one that was sent to Obama because like he has two young daughters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Malia's off at school, but like Sasha's home. Yeah. She's a kid. Like that's fucking disgusting. And like (sighs) this person like clearly like, I mean, they're obviously not a great person, but they have no like consideration for the people around them because, you know, like they sent it for like when they're sending it to John Brennan, they just sent it to CNN. And like, so like any intern could have opened that package. Yeah. CNN had to evacuate the time Warner building here in New York yesterday and like, um, work out of the office for the entire day, which is really scary. So now obviously eyes are on president Trump and his rhetoric. Will he unify the nation? Will he Will he throw away his political bias to try and bring people together in this time of domestic terrorism? You know, I feel like no. That is a good guesstimation. He gave a public statement about it on Wednesday. That was one of his sort of like dead eyed, like teleprompter statements where he's like for strong armed into saying like the most like uh, the appropriate thing. Yeah. Talked about it again at a rally in Wisconsin where he was still like on message, but he did get in jabs at the media. Yeah. He said like no nation, no nation can succeed that tolerates violence or threats of violence, which is hysterical coming from him as a method of political intimidation, corrosion or control. We all know that. And then he, because he usually, like, in his rallies, he'll, like, shit on Hillary Clinton. They'll chant, lock her up. He'll make some jab at Obama. Maybe call Maxine Waters low IQ. Say he can beat up Joe Biden. But he didn't. He did not. And he said, do you see how nice I'm behaving tonight? We're all behaving very well. And hopefully we can do it that way, right? Mm. Yeah. Because, um, you know, if you're doing something good, the best way to get that message across is to praise yourself. Yeah. Um, that's a really good way to show that you're genuinely doing something because it comes out of your heart. Uh, he also tweeted today. Well, yeah, um, it kind of... Now, so this morning is when the real Donald came out. Yeah. And it's... I. We're like countdown to him saying something really bad about yeah. this and really mm-hmm. stupid very soon. You know, if you guys remember, he was like super measured talking about Christine Blasey Ford at first. And yeah. then eventually we get to him mocking then, her at a mm-hmm. rally. So uh, he tweeted today, a very big part of the anger, capital A, we see today <laughs> in our society is caused by the purposely false and inaccurate reporting of the mainstream media that I refer to as fake news. It has gotten so bad and hateful that it is beyond description. Mainstream media must clean up its act fast. So he blames the media. He blames the media, which is his thing. It's his calling card. Um, It's his ace of spades. Yeah, which it's funny because wasn't it just a week ago that he literally praised a candidate who body slammed a reporter? Oh. And he was like, that's my type of guy. Yes. That was literally one Basically, week ago. And like, and then like Sarah Sanders said he doesn't incite violence or like he can, he condones violence, but 
he last week he praised the congressman who pled guilty to body slamming a reporter and who's actually still in congress right now um then you remember like during his rallies leading up to the 2016 election he said knock the crap out of them i promise i'll pay your legal fees oh yeah talking about like reporters and yeah yeah and like protesters and then he said he also suggested that maybe the second amendment people should do something about hillary clinton if she were to get elected president which seems like a less veiled threat than he maybe thought it might come across (laughs) and he said that the secret service should stop protecting hillary clinton and just to see what happens to her yeah um also literally at a rally two days ago they were chanting lock him up about Beto O'Rourke at a Ted Cruz rally and he and Ted Cruz was like maybe he can be in a double occupancy cell with Hillary so like that's I mean that's not like inciting violence but saying that someone should be in jail that we should like grab them and put them in jail just because they're your political opponent definitely doesn't help the divisiveness of the rhetoric no 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 my thing is like so also, you know, Trump gave this statement on Wednesday where he was like, we need to come together. We need to have peace and unity, et cetera, et cetera. But he never once mentioned Hillary, Obama, CNN, anybody by name. Like mm-hmm. he never actually named <clears throat> the victims, which is yeah. funny because it's like when he's shitting on people, he's happy to name them. But yeah. when he has to actually say something nice, he can't even say their names. And I just couldn't help but thinking if Obama was president, and someone sent pipe bombs to Fox News, Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, all these people. The statement that Obama would have made, yeah, would have been. And apparently, and he, there's no, no there's no like he hasn't reached out to these people that no. have gotten pipe bombs sent to them. He hasn't no. said like give him a call and been like, hey, it really sucks that happened to you. I'm thinking about you. There is no way that Republicans would not have heard from Obama personally mm-hmm. and that he would not have made like a very impassioned speech that named them also, all, that said good things about all also, of them. Also, I don't think that the left like people would start saying that it was the Republicans who sent it to themselves to change the topic. No one would, I, I don't think that would have crossed anyone's mind. Maybe some like Louise Mensch, like super left yeah. conspiracy people, but obviously it's not as mainstream. Now, of course there was the situation earlier, not this year, but maybe last year where someone opened fire on those Republican, on like Republican congressmen playing yeah. baseball mm-hmm. and representative Steve Scalise was shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it just goes to show, like, we're in a real crazy time. Well, you know, I mean, the president's fans are fanatical, like, stans. And, you know, I'm a stan for Lady Gaga, and sometimes she tells me to do something, I'll probably do it. (laughs) Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I buy all of her records, even though I have Spotify. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, these, like, and I'm not even, like, obviously, like, rabid. There's probably rabid people who support Trump that think, oh, I'm doing this for him because he basically told me to do it. The, the, another I don't, thing is There's like, no evidence of who it is. I know. We don't, we don't know, know who who's it done is, it, but... But if we're just talking about, like, rhetoric and assuming, like, Occam's razor, this is someone who's doing it because they hate Democrats. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to say... People are calling him, them, him, maybe her, but let's be real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the MAGA bomber. And I've been, like, holding off on saying that myself until we know... 
more yeah. information. Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, just by looking at the people who received them, like Maxine Waters is a very like, I mean, it's it's a kind of random divisive person to right wing people. Yeah, and Robert De Niro. Yeah, like, I mean, it's 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 very. The only thing that really connects these people is they are political enemies and or they are vocal in their disapproval of our president frequent targets of trump at his rallies and stuff and another thing that's like putting away the the multiple times that he has legitimately incited violence if you think about the republican strategy of telling people of scaring them and being like immigrants are coming into this country they're going to bring crime they're going to mm. they're rapists they're going to murder you the democrats want all this horrible stuff to happen to you they want open borders they want you to be dead blah 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 like that is also a way of inciting violence because it's showing people like oh my god these people it it makes them feel like these people the democrats are trying to kill me yeah And so this is an unhinged person, obviously. I mean, we don't know who it is, but I think we can say they're unhinged who probably received all of those messages and maybe in some sort of weird mental gymnastics, they were like, well, they're trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take them out, <clears throat> yeah. you know, like they, but he, he sets things up. Like the Democrats are trying to destroy your life, destroy America, ruin everything that we hold dear. So it's no wonder that, in the mind of someone who's not well, they're going to be like, these people are threatening me. I'm going to threaten them right back. Yeah. Which is. And so, you know, I, the like Republicans are making statements, obviously, but they're, they're, they're basically just condemning the bomb, the bomber. Um, and saying like we i this we should everyone should have the right to feel safe and any act of violence is inappropriate but no one is saying anything about the state of our culture right now that is very heavily like controlled by our president and his rhetoric like the state of our culture and the state of our political culture has fucking 180 since the since Donald Trump like became even the Republican nominee and he is responsible for this like violence inciting like really divisive rhetoric and I just think it's like you have to call a spade a spade sometimes you know what I mean like I and like even like they should even like call on him to like make a, a compassionate statement to the people who have received these packages. Yeah, like just be a fucking human yes. being yeah. for one second and it would change it would change so much, but I You would take I, away this talking point that we're having right now if he just was a normal person. I just feel like the way that he is and how he acts has just from the top down like made us all him in mm-hmm. a way. Like he yeah. has infected us with his hatred and his negativity and his vitriol. And it is like, he's the person at the top, like whether we like him or hate him or want him to be president or not, he's setting the tone for what happens in this country. And now he's all basically like infecting us with his bad vibes. Yeah. (laughs) Chillax, man. Yeah. Like fucking chill, dude. (laughs) Um, We should get Trump CBD. I think that would help. I think that would be really, if we, I think that we should all just like get Trump a CBD pen. Yeah. Something. He'd probably be cooler. Maybe a CBD gummy bear bag. He would love, I mean, tell me he wouldn't gobble up a bunch of gummy bears. (laughs) 
Uh, so hopefully, like, I mean, more bombs kept popping up. Um, hopefully, this is the end. Hopefully, no one gets hurt. Like, we're very lucky that nothing happened. Like I said, the like what James Kavanaugh said he, that these bombs were made with the intention of hurting people. And I just have a hard time believing that whoever literally sent a coordinated series of bombs to some of the most like influential political people in the U S I don't think this is, this is the last thing that they do. Like, I don't think they're like, well, that project is done. And I think we can call it terrorism. It is. It's because it's politically motivated and it's inciting chaos and fear. So is it domestic terrorism? Is it international terrorism? We don't know yet, but this is a terrorist act and in the face of terrorism it would you would think our president would handle it better like even like i feel like this would be you know those like moments i don't know what they call it when like like when something crazy happens in the country and they make a speech from their desk yeah this kind of feels like it could have been one of those moments yeah it didn't feel like a like statement tacked on to him signing an opioid bill thing it felt like i mean this was an attempted massive terrorist attack mm-hmm. that went across states. If any one of those bombs had exploded, yeah, it would have been devastating and horrible and we would be having a much different conversation now and I'm really glad that's not the yeah. conversation we're having, thank mm-hmm. God. And hopefully, you know, there aren't more in the mail or if there are, they're intercepted because obviously the FBI is now working on this. Yeah. But... I mean, just getting the notifications yesterday, like Brian and I were, we were shooting some videos. We were in the mm-hmm. office and it was like every second we would be like, oh my God, they found another one. It was yeah. like 10 in total. Yeah. Which is <clears throat> really intense. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. I so. sent a picture of what the packages looked like to our, um, like office assistant be like just in case yeah like see anything that looks like this don't open it yeah if you if we get a package from debbie wasserman (laughs) schultz do not open it (laughs) please um so yeah obviously this is an ongoing thing and it's really upsetting and scary and just another kind of really disturbing reminder of where we're at politically just two weeks out on these midterms yeah so you know, stay safe out there. Betches.co slash vote. Betches.co <clears throat> slash vote to make sure you're all set for election day, which is November 6th. Yep. Less than two weeks away. Should we move on to one more thing? Yes. Yes. So a new report from the New York Times says that Russian and Chinese spies are regularly listening to Trump's phone calls and that the president's aides have repeatedly warned him his phone calls are not secure. President Trump responded on Twitter. Okay, so that's the article. So basically, American spy agencies said the officials like had learned that China and Russia were eavesdropping on the president's cell phone calls from human sources inside the foreign governments and intercepting communications between foreign officials. What I think is funny is that he <clears throat> this article comes out, it kind of like under the bomb, like what was going on with the pipe bombs, it kind of like went under the radar, yeah. which it probably would have been a much bigger story had that not happened. However, the next day after it came out, the Donald tweeted about it. Yes. And then I was like, I, like, I told Elise about it and you were like, what? And uh, I didn't know about this. And it's like, so if you didn't know about the article, the president tweeted about it. So now you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you kind of just like shot yourself in the foot, dude. And I love his response so much because first of all, he like, <laughs> he goes, yeah. 
the story is so wrong with like multiple O's on so. <laughs> so wrong. Yeah. And then he follows it up by saying that he rarely uses a cell phone. And I'm like, you're literally tweeting right now. You're on your phone right you're now, on dude. Your phone. And also, we know that's not true. It is a blatant lie. Yeah. And this, um, this <clears> is a funny <throat> thing that Brian included in our outline. Uh, last year, Trump left his cell phone on a golf cart at his golf club in Bedminster, uh, New Jersey, and it caused like a scramble to find it. For the Secret Service to find his phone. And then, that I'm, was just like a fun little tidbit from I know. the article. I wish that I had the Secret Service to find my phone <laughs> when I couldn't find it. That would be They're the really ultimate helpful. find my iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and this also, if you guys remember, like when Trump first got elected, they were conducting national security business just on like the guest Wi-Fi of yeah. Marlboro. <laughs> Like the, I mean, and obviously this all goes back to the hypocritical nature of them being like Hillary used didn't use a secure email server and all that stuff. It's like he's basically got like a string, like you know one of yeah. those like cups with string, and he's just pouring state secrets yeah. into that. He's thing. like like writing his notes on a piece of paper, folding it up into a paper airplane, and tossing it and hoping that it gets to its destination. Yeah, it's, but it's intercepted by the by the Chinese and the Russians before it gets to where it's supposed to be. And the article also said that like the president regularly just like calls up his friends to complain so that about everything. So the Russians and the Chinese are basically listening in on like all of his shit talking <laughs> phone calls. It's like a weird version of when you would like in middle school three-way call someone yeah and like secretly have somebody on the line and get them to like, like talk shit so do you like um ken yeah and then ken secretly listening yeah exactly yeah. like so what do you think about vlad <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he like i see him looking at you he thinks you're cute yeah and then as soon as Trump is like, I don't know, Vladimir's like, I heard you. <laughs> I'm here. That was a French accent and not a Russian one, but you know, I stand by it. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> so that's a fun little tidbit. Yeah. <clears throat> the Russians and the Chinese know everything about us. And um, this is also, this is another story that flew kind of under the radar, but we pulled out of a treaty that Reagan signed with the Russians, like a nuclear oh, arms yeah, yeah, treaty. Yeah. I think we did it officially happen or were we talking we're about doing it? it? You know what? I would need to know more information, but we're either in the process of doing that or it is happening. Mm -hmm. We're pulling out. And it, that's a Reagan treaty that he yeah. signed with Gorbachev at the end of the cold war about like nuclear disarmament yeah, to and like kind of like stop the nuclear arms race. Yeah. And Trump has pulled out of that or is intending to pull and out of that. Basically, um, as a man who definitely doesn't enjoy pulling out, he does a whole lot of pulling out. <laughs> I'll tell He's you that. He's never pulled out before. He's never pulled out before, but then, you know, he becomes president. He's pulling out of the Iran deal. Paris Climate, Paris Climate Accord and now he's I, pulling out of this. I would truly not be surprised if Donald Trump was one of those people who's like, a girl can't get pregnant if she drinks soda. <laughs> like, I, I honestly if think... If you pee after sex, you don't get pregnant. You can't get pregnant. It's you can't get pregnant. It's that hole. Ladies can't get pregnant if they're on top. <laughs> I know this. Everybody knows this. <laughs> That's why he has multiple children from yeah. multiple partners yeah exactly <laughs> that's why he has to constantly pay people off for their um, sexual encounters okay yeah. all right well i think that's our show yeah um guys remember to sign up for the newsletter at betches.co slash sup sign up so that you can start using our referral program if you're not signed up already yeah remember when's happy hour is out now and if you go to betches.co slash whh gift you can find out more about getting a $500 gift card to Sephora or two other surprises that will be announced on Friday and Saturday wait but also even if you don't win the prizes 
you still have a book. That is and that's the, the ultimate prize. prize. The yeah. ultimate prize is knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I think we have to end now. Yeah, we do. Guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.